I'm Chelsea Pites, your real estate social media coach, and my mission is to help real estate and mortgage professionals to feel confident using social media platforms and build a powerful personal brand without the overwhelm of wondering if you're doing it right. Imagine how you'll feel when you create a smart, strategic, and sustainable social media strategy that not only gets you in front of your ideal client, but also allows you to focus on what really matters, helping people build wealth through homeownership, not scrolling through feeds or stressing about what to post. If you're already in real estate or soon to be on your way and you want to understand how to over leverage free social media platforms to help you grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everyone. Today, I'm really excited to be answering your most asked questions about Instagram Reels. I have been doing a bi-weekly Instagram Live all about things that can help you grow your Instagram, the algorithm, reels, stories, and everything in between. Basically anything you could think of that has to do with Instagram. And I always, always, always get questions about reels when I'm teaching classes, webinars, conferences. So I thought, why don't I just put them all into one place? Now, these might be questions that you have wondered yourselves, and these might be questions that you hadn't even thought of, which, hey, even better. So let's go ahead and dive in, and let's talk about your most, or maybe unmost, is that even a word? Your unmost, oh no, it'd be your most unasked question. <laughs> all right, it's Friday, give me a break. Okay, let's get into it. First question is, can I edit my reel after I post it? Oh my goodness, I wish that this was so much easier and better to do. Now, the good news is, is that we have some editing capabilities when we didn't have editing prior to this. So here's what you can do. You can go in and you can edit the actual caption. You can edit the tags. You can turn on the, ca the auto captioning. What You can add a cover photo. So let's say you forgot to add your cover photo or you want to swap one out. You can do that. What you can't do, at least at the time of this recording, is you are not able to go and edit the actual reel. So that's kind of a bummer. You're not able to do that. You're going to have to probably delete it and repost or re-edit and then repost if you really need to do that. Now, if it's a small minor error, I don't know, just say leave it up. <laughs> but yes, you can do some, some editing after you post that reel. Another question I get often is, what is the ideal length for a reel? And I know you're not going to like this answer. And this is the answer that I always give. Your reel is as long as it needs to be. If that's 10 seconds, awesome. If that's 30 seconds, great. If it's a full 90 seconds, wonderful. Keep in mind that while shorter videos, shorter reels may get more metrics like views, it's possible that the watch time is, of course, increased if your video is seven seconds and people are watching six out of the seven seconds or maybe the whole seven seconds. Ideally, remember who you're creating the content for. Remember that your ideal perfect potential customer could come across that reel at any time and have no idea who you are. And if you're creating content that answers common questions that your potential clients are going to be asking you, that 90 second reel might be exactly what they were looking for or the 30 second reel. I would encourage you to not take any more time than you need. Being concise is an art and a skill and reels will help you embrace and learn how to do that. Removing small breaths when you're starting the, I do that all the time, cutting out that little half of a second 
any filler words, any downtime. Ultimately, we do want to be succinct. But in my book, there is no perfect length for a reel. Next question is, do I even need to bother writing a caption? People aren't even reading captions anymore, are they? What's the point of making a visual video on a reel? Nobody's reading the caption. And to that, I say, there's always someone, or should I say something, reading the caption. It's Instagram. It's the algorithm. And that caption, are those are keywords. That's giving information to the platform about what your content is all about. And that helps it sort and serve the content to people who may be interested. Now, should it, should you write a long caption just for the system? I don't think necessarily so. Again, your caption can be as long as it needs to be. What I will say is this, when I watch educational reels and I know that I want more, I want more context, I wanna learn more about it because this reel is so short, I personally appreciate the opportunity to read a longer caption that might have more context and explanation. So you don't have to write a caption. You don't have to write a long caption. I would encourage you to have something there, even if it's an entertaining reel, at least your hashtags and maybe a little line of context. If you're doing educational content, I would highly recommend that you consider having a caption with that reel. Again, I don't want you spending hours of your time crafting the perfect copywritten caption. You might even want to use a tool like jasper.ai, which is a tool that I used. Um, Sheena Gilreath turned me on to that. And it is a tool that will essentially write captions and content for you. And at first I was like, no way, I can't believe this is actually a thing. And let me tell you, it works and it is really, really, really good. Um, It is paid, actually, I I think I pay like $10 a month, but I just want to let you know that might be something that's helpful and time-saving. Let's talk about batch creating content. Now, I know this might sound a little bit controversial, I really don't enjoy batch creating content. I just feel like my brain doesn't work in that time block batch creation way. And I was always so jealous of content creators that were able to batch their content, like sit down and create a month's worth of content in one day. And I was like, wow, I don't know what that would be like, but I would love that for me. So here's the thing. Does batch creating content, especially reels, help you be more efficient? Does it help you have content at the ready to post on those weeks that you just don't feel like making content and or maybe you're sick or on vacation? Absolutely. As somebody who is a diehard non-batcher, I can tell you that by forcing myself to time block during the week and create content, it absolutely has helped me become more efficient and more creative. I was so worried thinking I'll run out of ideas. I don't want it to feel pressured. I am more on the fly, creative inspiration. And I'm here to say that batch creating content really, really does work and it is helpful. Now, do I get off track? Absolutely, I get off track sometimes, but I wasn't batching anything. Now what I do is I batch create my podcast. I record multiple in the same day. And I do sit down and I batch 
content ideation. I sit down, I look at my list, I look through my emails, I think about what I talked about in the conversations that I had, and I'm always keeping something in the notes of my phone so that I have that constant go-to content. And to be honest, sometimes I have batch-created videos based on those notes in my content list, and I haven't posted them. Sometimes I do, and I, I most of the time I do, but maybe like, let's say there's three and maybe there's one that I don't post. And maybe I'm just, I don't know, I just don't have the gut feeling about it. But what does happen is I go back to that. I look at what I save in my drafts and oftentimes I'm inspired to make something similar but even better. So what I'm telling you is that you can have your own style. You can batch or not batch. As somebody who was an anti-batcher, <laughs> I will tell you that it absolutely has been a positive impact and I am not perfect at it yet. But you can still create on the fly and I have a little bit of a hybrid. I allow for that inspiration to hit and I also sometimes sit down and I'm like, I'm just not in the mood or nothing's really coming to me. And I just walk away at that point. Or if I'm finding that I'm struggling and I have to like re-record and re-record, I, I just, I walk away. So you have my permission not to batch or to batch. I also will recommend that something that I do is kind of what I call a theme day for my brain. I might record three or four reels at a time. I don't even touch them and edit them. I don't edit them, nothing. Then on another day I edit, then on another day I write the captions and maybe if you are using a scheduler, you can schedule it out or you can just have those captions at the ready. So to batch create or not, I say batch. Next question is, should I delete a reel if it's not performing in the manner that I expected or hoped that it would? Low views, low engagement, etc. Here's the thing. I don't delete stuff unless I realize there's a major error. Maybe, and sometimes even if there's an error in like the spelling or if I spelled something wrong on the title, ah, forget it, just leave it. I probably will get more comments because somebody will notice the misspelling. But let's say that I had something and I totally forgot to, I don't know, rearrange the middle with the intro and, and I need to delete it. Okay, at that point, if it's an editing issue, you could delete it. But keep in mind that if something isn't, quote, performing in the manner that you hoped or expected it would, there could be a variety of things that are happening. And with the new recommendation algorithm focused on serving us with new content from new creators and becoming a search engine, remember, Instagram wants to become a search engine like Google and YouTube, so that when you're searching for a topic, they're going to look through all of the content and serve it up to you, and most likely they're going to serve you short-form video first. So your uh, content could maybe not necessarily outperform or perform in the first few days, but in the first couple of weeks, it could maybe even months later because someone might find it and maybe they'll share it and maybe they'll start engaging on it and then it has a new life and it sort of wakes up. So I would not recommend deleting it. Now, the benefit of this discovery platform is that think about when you used to post a picture or a carousel post to the feed in Instagram, you maybe had 24, 48, 72 hours if you were lucky of engagement, like, like life cycle or shelf life. Now you have a potential for much more reach and shelf life with your content. So no, don't delete it. Just keep on going and stay consistent. I love this next question. Do I need to change my outfit if I am batch creating reels? And to that I say, if you want to. Most of the time, I don't change my outfit when I'm batch creating. And I don't care if people see me in the same outfit. And keep in mind that these reels often are not going to be served in any kind of order, if you will. So when someone's scrolling through the feed, they're not seeing reel number one that I made. And the next time it's reel number two. The only time that they might be seeing your reels 
in some sort of sequential order or next to one another is when they're looking at the Reels tab on your profile. Uh, maybe it'll be a conversation starter if people start asking if you're wearing the same outfit in every Reel. Long and short of it is, if you want to, change your outfit. If you don't, then don't. I personally don't get concerned with changing my outfit. I pretty much, I know it looks like I wear the same thing in every reel, but it's because I have a lot of the same white t-shirt or the same gray t-shirt. They're actually different t-shirts, but I kind of like to keep it simple um, in my videos. And I'm not probably even aware that I'm doing that, but no. If you like to do that, great. If you are feeling like, oh, I can't batch create my content today because I don't have multiple outfit changes and different shirts and jackets, then forget about it. Just record it. Up next, we have a great question. How do I make boring content like data and market information and stats more interesting and humanized? Because I feel like if I'm reading stats or holding an article, or maybe you're not even holding an article, but you're just talking about stats. Well, let me give you a really easy tip that can absolutely add to the visual nature and storytelling effect of any reel. There is a filter, I guess I should call it effect because the technical term is effect, but we all call them filters that you can use. It's called the green screen filter. And what's really fun is that you can take a screenshot of an article, of a chart, of a website, and you can use that as the background. And the other nice thing about this is you're in the video so they can see your face. And a lot of people don't realize that you're not just designated to be right in the middle of the video. You can actually make you smaller and move yourself, the image of yourself around on the screen. So if you want to have the article showing or the chart showing, but you don't want to be right over the middle of it, but you want to be kind of off to the side, you can still have you recording the video with your face and your voice in it. That's a really, really easy way to take data and also put you in it to humanize it. And it can be really fun for furthering the story. So one time I think I used this because I was doing sort of a funny, entertaining reel about fall. And the background that I chose was like a Starbucks with pumpkin spice lattes or something like that, just to further the storyline. Because obviously I'm not going to go to a Starbucks and record. I'm just batch recording at home and it was helpful to my storyline. So definitely I would say try the green screen and there is a variety of different types of green screen filters you can try as well. How many times do I need to be posting a week? Do I need to post daily? I'm hearing all of these Instagram influencers that say you need to post more. If you can and it's sustainable for you and your mental health and you are not going to experience burnout and you're going to be able to do it for a long, long time, have at it. Go for it. For me, that's not reality. So what I've decided to do is I started out small. I started out with one and I thought I'm going to be really consistent and committed because ultimately these algorithms are looking at a consistent flow of data. 
And it's not really comparing you to the next person. Would the next person who's posting every single day grow faster? Probably because they're posting more. That doesn't impact your potential. You still can grow. You won't be punished because the other person is posting more and you're not posting as much as them. It's just ranking you against you and mainly the consistency level of your posting. Maybe it's twice a week. Maybe it's three times a week. Pick something that you know that you can do. And the nice thing is you can measure that because you can control it. You can't measure how it resonates with viewers. Yes, you'll be able to see likes and comments and engagement, but the only thing we can truly control is creating and posting the content itself. So if you want to post daily, you can. If your question is, if I post daily, will I grow faster? Then I'm going to say probably so. Keep in mind, you want to create content that is going to speak to your ideal customer. I also want you to focus on original content with you in it, your voice, your story, your perspective, etc. Rounding up our questions, should I use trending audio sounds or songs for my reels so that they get the maximum or optimum amount of views and reach? At this time, using trending audio usually always results in more views. Now, that means that your reels probably going to be served to more people, which could mean more engagement, more followers. So it's kind of like a uh, one thing leads to another, a domino effect, if you will. It's not necessarily that you've picked a song and that song is going to magically create more reach and engagement and views. So here's what I say about trending music. One, use trending music if it inspires you and you're enjoying it and it furthers the storyline. Sometimes you've seen videos that could be really boring and then you add the right song and you're like, wow, this is amazing. So I think having an audio track that communicates the vibe and the story is super helpful. If you are stressed about looking for trending songs or chasing a trend thinking, oh my gosh, I need to post something because in 36 hours, this trend is going to be gone. In 36 hours, the trend is going to be gone and you will have made a video with the trending audio. Okay. So keep in mind too that Audio can be ripped off anytime, like meaning actually taken and deleted, muted from your reel. I am absolutely encouraging everyone that I talk to about reels to use your original audio, your voice. Now you could license music and that will allow you to have the rights and it will not be stripped from the video and then you can use it on any platform. But most people probably aren't going to do that. So I would say, number one, if you're going to pick music, pick music that facilitates the story or furthers the story or goes along with the video or you like it, not so much for the views. The other piece to keep in mind is that you probably should be making some reels, if not most of them, without any audio because it could be removed and we do want to connect with you as a human being. We want to hear your story, hear your voice, hear you sharing thoughts and perspectives and opinions and tips and educating as well. So trending audio generally will lead to more views and if used in the right way, can be really fun and inspiring and add to your reel. Is it a must do? I don't think so. I think picking something that you enjoy that adds to the story is always the smartest way to go. 
Thanks for tuning in and for listening. I would love to address all of your Reels questions on an upcoming episode. If you have any of those questions, you can send me a direct message on my Instagram at chelsea.pites. I also have a ton of free downloads and my courses about Instagram free and paid are located in my link in bio. Thanks again for sending in your questions for this show. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you never miss a new episode and consider sharing this podcast with your real estate and mortgage friends. And if you haven't already grabbed your free downloads, 100 Real Estate Content Idea Starters, and my guide to making better Instagram reels for real estate, you should head over to my Instagram profile at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, or you can visit my website at chelseapites.com. Until next time, see you then.